Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha. And, um, happy Thursday, you guys. We are, oh my goodness, we are already at the end of the third week of June, which is insane. And Washington, honey, boo, like, what is going on? Like, we have not had a nice, long, sunny day. And I think it's officially summer, I want to say on the 21st of June, and I hope the weather changes because it's been hella rainy, it's been cloudy, it's even chilly, cold and everything. It's pretty much like fall here. Um, So I'm hoping it switches up soon, Um, of course, but this is what the great PNW is like. But also, um, yeah, I just, you know, we're... We're not far. We're only a week in, what, five days from July, which is insane. Like, that's already, to me, that's like midsummer. Like, <laughs> literally. Like, pretty soon, probably, I won't be surprised. We'll start seeing fall fucking furniture and clothes and shit already. So, it's not going to su- surprise me at Target or something like that. But, um, yeah, so it's just been a wonderful time for me, you guys. Um, I actually went and talked to one of my favorite gift stores that I went to during my undergrad. And um, they are um, looking to accept or sell some of my jewelry there, which would be amazing. I'm totally going to go take a picture of it. If that works out uh, right now, I know they said that uh, I just need to email them and then probably send them pictures. They saw the one I was wearing, so they thought it was beautiful. And so um, they're really interested. But I just basically what I'm going to do is I want to make at least 20 for the store for I mean, for them, because I'm not going to take I'm still going to use Etsy because I'm not going to take um, Etsy off for the people who, you know, um, don't live here. But for those of you who are local, you may, if you know, like, if they sell it, go to that store and support your girl if you like. Take a look at it. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I have a store, you guys, Alari Sky, shameless plug. Um, I sell um, a wonderfully uh, wire-wrapped crystal pendants that are gorgeous and amazing. One of my clients, not clients, whoa. One of my um, customers um, actually sent me a um, a message saying that, you know, they bought a um, Carnelian. They bought one of the Carnelian. So if you're still into Carnelian, Carnelian's amazing because that's actually what I was wearing yesterday and the store loved it. Um, I have two left. So um, if you want to purchase, go ahead and jump on it if you like. But yeah, she, the, the customer said that they're loving the, you know, the carnelian and they they're already feeling the effects and everything. So that's amazing. I'm so happy about that. And um also um yeah, I have uh carnelians, I have purple purple pinkish flash labradorites. Um I'm going to get ready to put um some fire agate up there. One of them has a gorgeous flash, so that one um you got to jump on that uh because it's hard to find those um unless you really you know it's it's not it's not cheap so i found one and um yeah it has a gorgeous uh flash in it it looks like literally like a melted like 
rainbow of fire that's in there that's boiling. It's just so beautiful. I love fire. Fire agates become like one of my favorite, um, you know, like stones to work with. Um, it has a very, like, it has a phoenix energy with it. So I'm going to be putting two of that, two of those up there. I have a snowflake obsidian, um, an emerald, uh, what else? I think I'm going to do the emerald and two, um, like with the rose quartz and emerald because those actually go perfect together. They're amazing companion, they're amazing companion stones for Taurus. So I'm going to probably name it something really cute, like a, like a Taurian, like something related to Taurus pretty much. Um, so, um, I'll be putting that up there, but yeah, give it, um, give it a look. And like I mentioned, I'm going to be expanding with, you know, like crystals for the home, you know, things like that. So, um, I know my husband wants me to create like a, a rear view mirror, um, ornament for him with the carnelian. Cause you know, his car is black and red, so he wants it red. So why not carnelian? You know, I showed him the jewel and he loved it. And so I'm going to wrap it in black wire for him and everything else. And then get like a, try to create like a macrame kind of like hanging thing or something, you know, practice makes perfect. But yeah, so, uh, give it a look if you like. Um, I have, like I said, lots of different kinds of, uh, you know, crystals up there right now. So, uh, yeah, just give, um, you know, give a look at Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy and that's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. So with that said, I came up here, you guys, because your girl is, it's jumping and it's jumping in college right now, you know, like grad school ain't no joke. And so these people decided like, oh, let's go ahead and bam, slam them with two research papers. You know, you have to use APA and all that stuff. And it has to be written formally and, you know, within the APA guidelines and it's a research paper. So your girl's going to be busy <laughs> for the next week and a half. So I was like, let me get on here before I, you know, like dive my head in the books and in the computer and make sure my Gemini lovies get their, um, get their sex and relationship episode. Because I don't know if I'll have time, uh, the remainder of the week slash next week and all that good stuff. Cause stuff is going to start revving up and everything, of course. So and I got to put my full focus in that it comes first. So far, I have a 4.0. Um, and I started, um, it's only been like, this is literally week three. So, but I've been making sure I get my assignments out and I do all the readings and I'm making sure I'm answering every question to all the assignments. So, <clears throat> so far, so good, which is what I want. Because when you're in grad school, you cannot get lower than a 3.0 and, I'm holding myself with standards, you know, I'm using, you know, affirmations and crystals that kind of help with, you know, like a good positive mindset, good focus and all that stuff. And, you know, just like pray and meditate about it all the time. So that's what I am doing. And then with that said as well, before I jump into the sex and relationship of our lovely Geminis, um, I want to talk to you guys about the upcoming retrograde. And of course, this is retrograde season. We already have Pluto in retrograde. Uh, we have Saturn in retrograde. And our next little wonderful friend, which to me is, you know, I mean, no planet is bad. Some like to show a little more, uh, like, you know, um, 
you know, Saturn is karma, and then Pluto is, you know, all about, you know, like, death and rebirthing and all that stuff, like, the Phoenix syndromes, like, what I like to call it, uh, which is all can be, you know, like, positive stuff, it's all about learning, you know, like, learning from, you know, whatever that planet represents, and growing forward, that's how I want to look at it, I want people to be like, oh my god, you know, so, but Neptune, to me, I feel like it's one of the planets that are a little, it's a little softer, in my opinion, I already have an episode on it from last year. If you want to listen maybe to more of a detailed um, one, I would highly recommend that episode. It's, I believe it's named Jupiter and Neptune in retrograde. The reason why I'm not going to do a full episode on it this time because, you know, Neptune has been in Pisces and (laughs) it was in Pisces last year. There's really nothing new I can say. I can just kind of give you guys a little you know, like, um, short review on it. So basically, like, if you don't feel like going back that way, you can be like, oh, okay, that's what it is, bam. But anyways, um, it's, uh, yeah, Neptune is in Pisces. So of course, the signs that are going to fill it the most, Pisces, your number one, because it is in your sign. Um, the next one is, uh, and this is Pisces placements, you know, so if it's in your big three, good luck. You guys know I'm a Pisces moon. Yay, I get to feel it. So, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, and mutable signs in general will fill it the most. And mutable signs, just in case you're new here and you don't really know astrology well, welcome. And I'm so happy you're here stay with us, learn with us, and all that other good stuff with astrology and crystals and, you know, basically, you know, moon moon stuff and everything. So, hey, <laughs> glad you're here. But um, yeah, so basically mutable uh, signs are, uh, you have Sagittarius, mutable fire, uh, Virgo, mutable earth, Gemini, mutable air, um, who am I missing? And Pisces, mutable water, of course. So you guys will fill it the most. Any Anybody with those placements, um, definitely your top uh, big three. And uh, so basically, we know Pisces, the sign represents, you know, um, healing, you know, dreamy, uh, compassion, empathy, all that good stuff. And Neptune as a planet as well is, you know, the planet of spirituality, planet of undoing, the planet of illu- planet of illusions, the hidden, um, you know, all that stuff. So basically, um, when it goes retrograde, um, you know, it's retrograde is, of course, as always mentioned, a time to reflect on what the planet rules, um, you know, pretty much. So basically we're going to be feeling more, um, you know, this is a time to reflect on your spirituality. Um, you know, um, anything that's like about, you know, your dreams and stuff, your dreams will be heightened. So I feel like because of that, um, I think it would be a good time to pay attention to your dreams even more so than normal. So if you don't have a dream journal, I would highly recommend that. Um, Dreams will be heightened. Intuition will be heightened. Um, So it's kind of things like that. So you got to be careful of, you know, like, like I mentioned, um, things kind of come, you know, like it's, it's the planet of the hidden. So things can kind of come up that you didn't foresee before. So like the shadow side of it is that, um, 
you basically you can your boundaries will be tested pretty much because we all know that Pisces slash Neptune energy that shit ain't usually about boundaries right that shit is usually about building them and so if you're if you already have a hard time building them or maybe you have built them it's going to be tested probably it's going to be shaken a little bit so make sure you don't allow yourself to lose those boundaries um if you don't have any try to do your best to build some please because you can get taken advantage of um things can just like the unexpected things can come through um and that can be with your money your your business with what with whatever you know what i mean cuz you know it's it's the planet of illusion so be careful with that um rose colored glasses um those seem to be worn quite often, even more so when it's in retrograde, meaning that a lot of people um, are not seeing red flags, um, which is kind of dangerous slash scary um, because we are heading into summertime. Summertime is, you know, it's it's about having fun. You know, everyone's wearing bikinis. You got the hot daddy shorts or whatever they call them now where guys are going to be wearing like short shorts and stuff. You're going to be seeing like everyone in smaller clothes. And this to me is fuck boy, fuck girl season. And so um, if you keep those, you know, those glasses on, basically, you're going to end up falling into some bullshit. It's not just related to like relationships and stuff. It's just related to anything in life. If you like, basically, if you see somebody that is constantly asking you for money, let's say, right? They're just like, oh, you know, like, let's say like Tasha, damn, you know, I need money. And, you know, I don't mind lending people money if they need help. But it becomes a problem when, let's say, someone is doing that. But then when they get money themselves, they're blowing it on. Let's say they're just gambling it away, you know. They're just they're just spending their shit knowing that they need money, knowing they need to save and be more, you know, like um, aware of what they're spending, having a budget and they're not. Then they end up draining all your money because they're kind of depending on you. That that is like a red flag. So you got to be like aware of that stuff. You got to be able to call it when you see it, not just put on the, you know, the glasses like, oh, oh well, they, um, they mean well, you know, no, like. Um, you gotta, you gotta hold those boundaries and let them like, Hey, you know, I don't mind helping you, but if you're going to be blowing your money, then I can't help you no more. You know, I'm not going to keep giving you money and you're not using your money for what you're supposed to be using it for. You know, it's just as simple as that, you know? Um, so, um, also be aware of, um, you know, escapism, you know, Pisces, Neptune, it's all about, you know, like escaping because it they feel you know Pisces feel Pisces energy feels so deeply and I know as a Pisces moon you know the moon rules the emotions and shit I know I do like I feel things 10 times 10 times <laughs> 10 times more than anything so um I, I used to try to run from that and it cost me to almost go mentally insane pretty much and it cost me stress and sickness and so I don't do that no more. So I use journaling when I feel overwhelmed or when, you know, like I just allow myself to feel it, cry it out, scream it out, whatever I got to do, whatever I'm feeling. And then that way I feel better and I can move on with that. Right. So I just do that. So that um, that's going to be, you know, heightened pretty much. 
because we're in sensitive Pisces, we're in, you know, like Neptune. And so um, you're going to want to escape that, especially nowadays is even worse because I feel so sad that society makes makes it feel like it doesn't even matter if you're a man or a woman, if you feel you're weak as fuck and that is so not true. We are human beings. We are meant to feel, you know, we have emotions for a reason, right? So don't run from them because when you try to constantly run from them, that's when escapism has happens. Cause I know like for me, like I go off into many different worlds. I daydream a whole ton and at sometimes the most inappropriate times. And so, um, some people may, they may, you know, they, they dream, they escape through dreams and fantasies, but some people escape through drugs and alcohol. And I hope that does not happen to anyone here because that is not a way to live. Um, you can end up killing yourself. You can end up ruining your life and, you know, don't allow yourself to escape, you know, anything, <clears throat> anything that you're dealing with, you, you got to deal with it, right? Don't, blow it off or use drugs and alcohol to numb yourself it's just not that's not you're not living your human life in my opinion when that happens so please be careful with that because that is heightened so that's really the main thing uh is like what you can do so as far as like anything that like I said journaling is wonderful really like uh, you know, like delving into your spiritual practices, you know, meditation, prayers, all that good stuff. You know, it's a good time for that. Reflect on, you know, like how you feel or, you know, um, reflect on how you feel. And like, you know, this is also creative. It's a planet of creativity. Create something. Really think about things you've been wanting to, to create and just kind of like work on that. You know, focus on stuff like that. So that's pretty much... uh like a rundown of what it is but if you still want to listen in like more detail or anything definitely go to um you know the um that episode from last year um it's called the jupiter and neptune retrograde so have fun with that and now let's go ahead and jump into the gemini sex and relationship so you guys we're we're getting close cancer season's the last of all this so um, we'll be diving, you know, once Leo season starts, we're completely done with the risings, um, signs and we're going into the moon signs, which I have a shit ton of stuff on that. So I got to make sure I choose wisely, like a really good juicy one where everyone can kind of learn themselves, um, with it, which I think I have the perfect one for that. The perfect book. Okay. So Gemini. Woo. So the checklist of Gemini traits. Oh, let me... I'm reading from <laughs> Sex Signs, Every Woman's Astrological and Psychological Guide to Love Men, Sex, Anger, and Personal Power from by Judith Bennett, which this is more female-based, but then, you know, because I'm not going to forget my fellas and stuff and others, you know, we're all inclusive here. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's called Erotic Astrology, The Sex Secrets of Your Horoscope Revealed Phyllis Vega by Phyllis Vega. Okay, so it says, uh, yeah, checklist of Gemini traits. No, this checklist describes the traits of one phase only. If it doesn't seem to fit you, check other lists to find the phase you are in right now. 
So as per usual with this book, we have three um, three lists of the different phases. It's from 1 through 35, 1 through 12 is one phase, 13 through 24 is the second phase, and 25 through 35 is the third phase. So I'm going to start with 1 through 12. And so the checklist of Gemini traits for this phase is mercurial, quick, scattered, capricious, high-strung, nervous, entertaining, stimulating, talkative, communicative, clever, witty, charming, inconsistent. Okay, the second phase, 13 through 24, is unpredictable, versatile, outgoing, adventuresome, freedom-loving, inventive, broad-minded, cerebral, cerebral of, two, uh, of two minds, inquisitive, footloose, and practical, youthful. This, very, this one sounds very um, Sagittarian, definitely. I see the Sagittarius in this one. Um, 25 through 35 is dramatic, multifaceted, game player, neurotic, sex drive, short attention span, changeable, noncommittal, opportunist, devoted, ambidextrous, and spendthrift. Okay, so it says Gemini personality to general traits and background. Okay. So the Gemini woman enlivens existence on this otherwise dull and predictable planet. Her fantastic imagination, graced with a lively wit and exhilarating charm, permeates her life. Her speech, her attitudes, and her writings, forever young, she can transmit this feeling to those around her. There is something highly refreshing about her personality. She, take pride, she takes pride in her ability to entertain and excite men. She so enjoys the chase that she has somewhat of a reputation as a tease for she doesn't expect to have sex with every man she excites. As volatile as air itself, she catalyzes the environment and the people around her. <clears throat> Excuse me. She is aware and sure of herself. Her antennae are constantly scanning the room for any change of mood, any subtle nuance, or any stray male who may have entered. So, yes, so basically, Gemini woman, you guys are very, you know, you guys are confident, I feel, um, very aware of your surroundings. You're all about that social and networking. So, you notice, like, new faces in the room or new people in the room, in my opinion. It says, she wastes little time to finding her target, target, and if her fixed gaze does not capture him, she literally talks him into a corner. Gemini is the third sign of the zodiac and is mutable air. The mutable part makes her changeable. Being always on the verge of changing into something else, the Gemini personality is hard to pin down. It is. So, and that's mutable, period. But definitely, I, I would definitely say with Gemini and Pisces, um, it is a hard, um, it's, it's just hard to pin down because Geminis are just, they're all over the place and they're the signs of the twins. So it's like they have one side that, you know, it's this way and they have this other side that's that way. So you can never really, you never really know what you're getting with a Gemini, in my opinion. So it says she is an ever-changing kaleidoscope of mood, roles, and even people. You can never really say you know a Gemini woman more often. The real question is which one of her many selves she is at the moment. Air does not like to be bottled up. It seeks to escape. It is hard to confine. It wishes to be free. The air acts as a vehicle for sound. It connects people, thoughts, and places as it blows its verbal message back and forth. Thus, the Gemini woman is a communicator and deals with the messages of the intellect. 
Each astrological sign is said to be ruled by a planet and his, and his vibrations. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, messenger to the gods. Fleet-footed Mercury facilitates all communication, learning, learning, letter writing, reporting, newscasting, traveling, and gossiping all fall under the, the aegis of Mercury. The Gemini type woman is one who has the sun or other important planets in Gemini. Planets in the third house, the natural house of Gemini, a Gemini ascendant or powerfully aspected Mercury. So this that's basically if you have any of those, uh, you you basically relate to a Gemini. So like as for me, I do have planets in the third house. I have um, three, um, which is my sun, my Mercury, and I believe my Pluto. So yeah, I have three. So that's why you notice I kind of have, that's why I relate to the whole scatterbrain aspect of Gemini, like how they are, they kind of bounce all over the place. Uh, with their mind and they're very like nervous kind of because I do suffer from anxiety and stuff like that. Um, but I bounce all over the place. <laughs> you guys see it throughout this fucking podcast where I can be on one subject, then bounce to another, then back and forth. And like, I'm just jumping to different things that aren't kind of related because my mind is constantly going. So I do relate to that aspect of Gemini. Okay, so, so uh, as I mentioned, any placements, it's not just the sun. So it has a sun or other important planets in Gemini, planets in the third house. And Gemini ascendants or a powerfully aspect in Mercury. So it says Gemini types are also those who are temporarily going through a Gemini phase. In this case, a woman need have no planets in the sign of Gemini. So you don't have to have any. The Gemini type is described by the checklist of traits as the beginning of this chapter. The Gemini phase has the following characteristics. Number one, intense mental activity and ability to turn off the mind. That's what I suffer from. <laughs> um, two, finding very little pleasure in sex, using it to, to attract, excite, and release nervous tension. Oh. Three, total immersion in people, projects, and experiences, followed by boredom and disinterest. Four, a compulsion to communicate everything that is seen, heard, or felt. Five, feelings of fragmentation, self, self-scattered emotions, multiple persons multiple personalities seeking to find a wholeness and six wanting to escape the responsibilities of the world and of relationships okay so it says the gemini woman seldom chooses violence violent ways to express her innermost frustrations she is more apt to escape into the world of fantasy where she can release her pent-up nervous energy soap operas film magazines true romances and movies offer her a perfect outlet Mm, you guys are kind of like a little bit of a detached version of a Pisces almost in a way. That's like, that sounds very Piscean, but it, it is a mutable thing, I guess you can say. So she may be entranced with the idea of sex, but will not actively pursue physical slash sexual unions. Okay, you guys stand alone on that part. <laughs> okay, she would rather experience sex vicariously on the silver screen, go home to her tidy house and forget it. That's interesting. The Gemini woman has a twofold aspect symbolized by Castor and Pollux. These are the twins. The sign is is an enigma 
with each twin aware of the other, each seeking to please the other, each loving the other, but both trying to escape from their own mirror image. Complex relationships, a complex love life, and a complex personality are traits of the Gemini woman. Most most everyone is aware that the surface image of the Gemini woman is in consistent change, but few understand her innermost feelings. The Gemini woman is often tall and slender. She carries herself with assurance. It is obvious that she is going where where the action is. She can often be found sunning herself. She delights in the sun's rays and energy. She has very good proportions and keeps her shape well into middle age. She projects a youthful air. She dresses well for she realizes the importance of a good a good of good appearance. She is rather flashy and fond of show. Alert and alive to the moment, she does not reflect on her past actions. Even an hour ago is almost an eternity away. She lives very much in the present and usually for the and usually for the present. The Gemini woman, all too aware of the complexities of her dual nature, seeks wholeness. She often seeks her other half in someone else. She needs to learn that the contrasting energy she carries within must be balanced before she can find true happiness outside herself. Her mind can sometimes be her worst enemy. It is so hyperactive and powerful that if she does not have movement and response response around her, she often tries to create create it to relieve boredom she incites those around her to fight she then sits back and watches the fireworks when her manipulations are discovered she keeps very few friends a key word for her is involvement the the gemini woman is curious about everything there is nothing she will not try no dare or challenge goes past her she would become involved at land's end if by nothing more than talking to the goats she is not happy unless burning the candle at both ends. If she has a space where nothing is happening, verbal exchange is absent or activity cease, she feels that her life is a failure. Okay, so it says mercurial, mercurial quick scattered. Mercury, her ruling planet, is symbolized by Quicksilver. She is just as shiny, alive, and agitated. And like the el- element Mercury, should should you drop her, she breaks into a thousand tiny fragments. Her movements are quick and fluid, so is her mind. It can jump from one topic to another with the speed of lightning. She is one of the most intelligent of the zodiacal signs, and there is nothing under the sun that will not attract her. Quick and an energetic mind. However, she often lacks reason and judgment not to be confused with intellect. In her quest for knowing, she often overlooks the obvious and doesn't have the most sense to put her findings to practical use. Most people are no match for her quickness and for the range of things she has encountered on her many mental flights. These qualities couple with the ready wit and the ability to put down any op- opponent who is not quick enough on the draw makes her a formidable debater. Yes, I feel like you cannot fuck with a Gemini when it comes to like being quick-witted. I feel like they're one of the top zodiac signs that are very like they're they're so fucking funny. These people are hilarious, and it's like they like you can come up with something and they are so quick witted. Like you can't fight it. Like you just can't. Like all my Gemini f- friends that I know, and they're like fucking with somebody, and they start kind of getting into like picking on each other. My Gemini friends always end up like ruling the hell out of that person. So very interesting. It says she seldom loses an argument, just a Mercury, just um, just as Mercury scatters if it is dropped. The Gemini woman has a tendency to scatter her energies, too many in- interests, too many romances, too many wasted in te- intellectual pursuits. 
um, leave her depleted, separated into little pieces. Her greatest task is to keep from becoming fragmented. She needs the willpower of her Taurus sister and the concentration of Pisces to keep her energy to keep her energies in one place long enough to accomplish what she desires. She also needs needs to learn to slow down and enjoy life a little more. She is always in a hurry. She searches to the quickest way to do things. Drip dry clothes, microwave ovens, and fast foods appeal to her sense of let's get it over with so we'll have more time for important things. She sacrifices much in order to find a shortcut and save time. However, because she squanders time on unfulfilling pursuits, she seldom enjoys the fruits of her labor. So, yeah, Gemini's, you just have to really, really learn to, like I said, embrace that energy of Taurus who is great with focusing. Um, because you guys, you guys do do a lot of, you, you do a lot of, um, you're the jack of all trades, master of none. You do so much stuff, but you don't finish it because you get bored so easily. But you're not really, you're not really able to really, you know, like it mentioned, enjoy the fruits of the fruits of your labor. You can't really, everything is incomplete. So you get bored, you're constantly starting something new. So yeah, be careful with that. Um, okay, it says, inconsistent and unpredictable the gemini woman is nearly totally unpredictable she is a jump ahead of everyone including herself the only constant to be expected from her is she is the unexpected the fact is that she herself doesn't know and doesn't want to know what she will do next life is much more exciting if the future is unknown never expect a gemini woman to be on an even keel she is she is a living variable the gemini woman's attention to the things at hand varies to an out of sight, out of mind approach often signals loss of friends, business troubles, and lack of personal growth. She has driven many bosses wild by improving and rearranging filing systems that have been in, in effective use for years. The truth, the truth is that she is very unorthodox. She delights in finding a different way of doing things. She will gladly exchange traditional ways for her way, but even that won't remain constant. She just as easily changes her own way as someone else's. So this this is what makes Gemini's can like give people a headache because of yeah, they are con like I know like there's someone in um our life who's like a Gemini and this person constantly has multiple different friends like every year. He like hangs with someone all the time you know like for short for like the whole year but then by the next year you're not really being called anymore you're kind of being ghosted and it's just like I mean yeah it's just I don't know that's just how you guys are um you guys just I think it's just the newness you guys thrive off the newness you guys don't focus you don't think ahead at all you just live by the moment which can be okay but there are times where you really do need to think about where you want to be like five years from now or what you want to be doing with your life. You, you know, you can't just run around, you know, constantly being unpredictable. I feel like unpredictable is fun. So that's what makes you guys a good time. But also being un unpredictable can be very um, mentally draining because you just, you know, you, you, you could, you, ha you could make a plan with this person right? You can make a plan with a Gemini and then you're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And then the next day we're actually doing this, but you, but you yourself prepared to do what you talked about yesterday. So it's like, 
it, it, it can be fun because it's like, oh, okay, you know, you're changing up. But then after a while, it's like, okay, it's kind of getting annoying. So, got to be careful with that. Got to be careful. And it says, okay, freedom loving. The most important possession a Gemini woman has is her freedom. She is definitely a no-strings-attached, independent lady. If someone tries to possess her time or her body, she immediately pulls away. Both commodities are hers to do with as she pleases. She may choose to squander either on useless pursuits, but the choice must remain hers. Air knows no boundaries, and the Gemini woman wants very few. She desires to be as free as the wind, as the wind and just as mobile. She seeks the same quality in her relationship, relationships. She does not want to be bound by the strengths of responsibility and duty, although she will assume a great deal of both. Again, the choice must be hers. She does not want to feel that they have been imposed on her. The Gemini woman often turns to avenues of pure escapism. Alcohol, drugs, uh, nicotine, movies, love stories, soap operas, and compulsive work habits offer escape valves that help her let off excess energy. Whatever the opiate... However, none is effective unless she learns to operate within human boundaries. It is difficult for her to live with this basic limitation. So, yeah, you just don't, you know, you you, you got to learn how to balance yourself without that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, Geminis are, they are, I mean, their sister sign is Sagittarius. They both are, you know, mutable in general are freedom loving people. They don't like to be held down. These motherfuckers have to move. So, um, unfortunately though, with air, air is already a detached, you know, not really into sticking around, you know, in itself. It says air has to move. So air doesn't like to be held down and it's kind of hard for that. So it takes a long time for that to happen. So this comes with patience. If you are trying to you know, nap a Gemini, unless though, you know, because you can't only look at the sun sign, unless they have like a, a, um, a moon sign that's going to kind of help them, you know, like get into their emotions and get into wanting to commit. So, cause I always look at, I think moon, moon sign and Venus sign is the best to look for when it comes to relationship compatibility. Did I say combative? I meant compatibility. Oh my God, we're not trying to fight each other. <laughs> okay, inventive. The Gemini woman loves gadgets. Walk into her kitchen and you feel that you have entered the next century. She will spend a great deal of time figuring out how to create labor-saving methods and devices. She has she has just the fertile mind to do it. She is just an invent. She is just as inventive when it comes to making situations workable new challenges are just what she needs difficult tasks on the job impossible complications at home complex problems that stump the experts all spur her on to her most creative levels she knows that every riddle has an answer and every puzzle can be solved and her active mind is the right tool for the job she is constantly designing procedures solutions and, and systems that will simp- simplify simplify the complicated so whenever I see this, because yeah, Gemini's do like things that are hard and difficult. I, I just see them like, I don't know, like the steampunky vibe for some reason, because it's just so gadgety. So I don't know, like, that's just me. But I just feel like they're very like steampunky. Okay, so youthful, the Gemini woman does seem to age, doesn't seem to age and keeps her childlike innocence intact. Lucky for you, Gemini risings there. 
um, and Gemini suns, but definitely Gemini risings. As part of her character, her ability to love seems balanced. This is in itself helps keep her young. In fact, there are very few times in her life when she isn't in love. The Gemini woman also works at staying young. She likes her slim figure and watches what she eats. She has very good, um, she has very good skin and takes care of it. She even dresses younger than her years. Above all, she keeps a youthful attitude. Her innate joy in discovery and learning and her involvement in things around her give her an air of expectory. Oh, expectancy. She is nearly childlike as she finds there is a whole world out there to explore. All right. So ambidextrous, the Gemini woman is able to use both hands equally well. There may be little significance in the fact that a person can write with both her hand and her left hand, but it does help to identify Gemini traits. Besides having the ability to use both hands, the Gemini woman is very dexterous. She can take things apart and put them back together easily, which is funny. My father, um, you know, rest his soul. He passed away um, like 12 years ago, unfortunately. But he was a Gemini man, and he um, could use both his hands um, to write, which is funny because I can't use both of my hands to write, but I can use both my hands to eat, which he did that too. So I can eat with either my left or right hand. <laughs> and my mom pointed that out to me one time we were eating dinner, and she especially, it's like, I don't know if you guys experience this, but when you lose a parent, do you notice that, you know, the living parent will start to really pick up on things that you do or look like when it comes to the parent that passed away because that's when everyone started to be like oh my gosh you 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 have your father's mouth you walk like your dad you use both your hands like your dad and and you know like um, my husband relates to this too um, because the same thing happened to him so um yeah it's very interesting how much it comes out once the person is gone okay so with that said it says um okay uh gemini relationships it says oh um this is a quote from shakespeare oh swear not by the moon the inconstant moon the monthly changes in her circled orb lest that thy love prove likewise variable i know terrible accent but i can help it but that's from romeo and juliet (laughs) and this is in the book this is not me so all right, so Gemini relationships. Okay, so Gemini relationships, it says getting ready to start jogging with when you get involved in a relationship with a Gemini woman. I don't mean just a holiday, but talking about the Bond Bell Marathon. She's one of the fastest thinkers in the Zodiac. Her motto is here today, gone tomorrow. So you'd better be able to keep up with her. She makes friends easily and is seldom without new ones. Her wit, talkativeness, cleverness, outgoing nature always guarantee that a crowd will be around her. <clears throat> Excuse me. So she also so outwardly broad-minded that almost anyone can feel acceptable in her presence. She will talk to anyone about anything almost any time. She's, she's as likely to make a new friend at the laundromat as she is at the ballet. The more eccentric or creative people are, the more likely they are to acquire Gemini women as a friend. She appreciates individuality, openness, and glamour. She seems to have a sixth sense for knowing where there's an emergency in the household or life of a friend. 
she arrives first not so much because of her good Samaritan nature, but more often because there may be something new to learn, a way to display her multifaceted knowledge and wisdom, or to impress any someone with her ability to think and act fast. If you want to ensure a lively time at the party, invite a Gemini woman. She's a guaranteed mixer and fix, fits in well at an Archie Bunker type patriotic, patriarch. What patriot, a patriotic celebration? or a fundraiser for the legal defense fund of the NAACP, a well-rounded personality in her specialty and parties, often her a perfect forum for the game playing she so enjoys. She has many friends and acquaintances whom she can locate in a few minutes' time. The reverse is seldom true. She moves much too quickly for most to keep up with her. She may be spending a weekend with a young college type during the summer hiatus between weeks with her mother and her steady boyfriend in Aspen. <laughs> One thing is certain, however, she'll always have her mental address book with her in case she needs to verify a fact, elaborate upon something that has happened to, happened to a mutual friend, or glory about a new conquest to her sorority sisters. So, yeah, um, Gemini women, you have to have the energy to keep up with, because like I said, they are, they just go everywhere, you guys. Like, Geminis are, <laughs> they're mutable air. They're constantly on the move, they're constantly going, they're constantly learning, they're constantly knowing other people's business, and as well as talking about it, they are on the go. So if you're not an on-the-go type, you know, there's reasons why they say, like, air signs are, like, part of the, you know, like, one of the life of the party, because I know Geminis are, in my opinion, they're, they're so talkative and fun, and they're charming, so they're usually the life of the party, so if you can't handle that, and you're, like, a stay-at-home type, Hashtag. I'm talking you water signs and earth signs too. Uh, I know earth signs do like to do things, but it's always in nature usually, or you know, like connecting for like a job or their career, you know, like status and stuff. But other than that, um, they are more like nature people. Water signs, on the other hand, you guys can only be social for so long until you want to just go hang. And of course, fire signs are up there with air signs you guys like to just go 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 and just go wild so a little too much energy put it like that <laughs> but anyways it says her fickleness is legendary she can have three gentlemen fetching for her at a lawn party and dazzle a fourth with her charm wits and slender body she can't abide boring situations or boring people and because of her quick perception she is apt to see through both and depart quickly with little more than a backward glance. She either likes or loathes people at first sight. Her snap judgments are seldom wrong. She is both skeptical and suspicious of others' motivations, thus she doesn't have the proverbial wool, wool pulled over her eyes very often. She sees very clearly and trusts her insights totally. For the Gemini woman, the most important thing um, in a relationship is comfort. She will not waste her time and energies with someone who makes her feel uncomfortable. Unless she is reasonable, self-assured with people she cannot dazzle and her free-flowing wit seems to merely seep through a blocked audio system. She has a way of knowing much about the people she is involved with, though she seldom allows herself such luxuries or vulnerability. The easiest way to gain information about her is to listen to her attentively. Yes. Gemini's, I feel like... <laughs> Sometimes, like, if you want to find something out, they, they suck at keeping secrets, to be honest. And so, um, 
if you want to find something out and by the way disclaimer i'm like out here in my living room or whatever so if you hear a bunch of boom 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 it's my cats because they have this little box like i ordered something from uh walmart this big box and if it looks like rainies is gonna jump on it so if it if it gets loud i'm so sorry but they get like energy all the time so just letting you know a warning just in case you hear it but yeah, they can't keep secrets and they, um, they will, they will say things because sometimes I find that Gemini's can, let's see, I guess over elaborate sometimes or even sometimes lie about things to make themselves like look amazing or special. And sometimes if you just listen to them, like, let's say like you wait like a, a month or so or something like that and like that happens to come back up don't just bring it up randomly because then you know they're not stupid <laughs> but just say like it comes back up and then you and then kind of be like oh um uh didn't you talk about la uh, that last time what happened again like that and listen how they tell you the story of what happened or whatever and it changes it's completely different like they forget what they had said before and that's how you catch them lying um, it's kind of a manipulative way to do it. Um, but sometimes, you know, like I'm the kind of person that likes to hear it from the horse's mouth. So I can, I can sense when someone's lying just by looking at their body language, the way they talk, like how they're looking, like I said, their whole unspoken body language. But I'm like, uh, I believe in innocent until proven guilty. So if I feel like I want to find out a lie, I like if something comes up, I'm not I don't bring it up. I'm very sly about it. And I'll be like, oh, what happened again? You know, and they'll tell me and then I always catch them in a lie every time. Like, oh, see, that's not like in my mind. I'm like, that's not what they said last time. See, they lied to me again. So um, Gemini's are good at that in a way. So like it says, listen very attentively to what they say. And that's like how you get information. That's how you can catch them in lies, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so it says her many travels in search of her soulmate, her other half, have taken her places and given her experiences that few others ever have. She is indeed a fascinating lady and commands the attention of everyone around her. Gossip is often her stock and trade. She doesn't listen well, and she has a penchant for repeating things in embroidered, embroidered form. The telephone is nearly an appendage for her, and when she forgets to pay the bill and it, and it's temporarily disconnected, she could just die. She doesn't have a good understanding of her own emotions, and she tends to be quite private about them. So we all know um, air sign. Uh, you know, Gemini is not going to be very open with their emotions. They don't like to express them. They have emotions. A lot of people think they don't, but they do. They just don't like to talk about it because then they have to feel. <laughs> um, on a rare day with a close, trusted friend, she may pour her heart out about her emotional instability, but don't try to continue the conversation for the following morning. <clears throat> She'll have forgotten all about it. Exactly. They don't like if they do pour their heart out with you. And let's say the night ends, don't even try to bring it up the next morning because they're going to act like, oh, what? I didn't say that, you know, because they're going to be uncomfortable because once they're vulnerable, they will, they'll, they'll be vulnerable the whole time and literally let you know what's coming out only if they can get to that point. But if not, um, you can't push them. They have to come out. They have to come out of it of their own. 
and um, so therefore you just don't bring it up again until they really do it so you have to have patience with a Gemini when it comes to the emotional side because they're not they're not there they're they're uncomfortable with it and they get um, a little a little detached is what I'm trying to say and so um, they're not as detached as an Aquarius but they are very uncomfortable with the emotions period like if you start crying to a Gemini like you know I had a Gemini friend one time and she's amazing she's a sweet girl but you know my emotions and it's funny I'm a Libra of course and I've you know my little Pisces moon came out and I start crying and she got very awkward she was like oh like she didn't know what to do so it's like oh my gosh you know so uh, and I understand that was fine. I understood, you know, like it's uncomfortable for her. I don't get upset that she does the best that she can in her own way. And that's fine. You know, people do things in their own way. So, um, just know that, yeah, Gemini is going to be very awkward if you bring in the tears and stuff and want to get very deep. Uh, they get very uncomfortable with that. Okay. So, um, like the air, her sign represents she wants things to be light and moving. She'll panic if the atmosphere becomes too calm and restful, if a, relas- if a relationship settles around her and her friends finally get comfortable with her, she is likely to stay away for a while so as to gather more knowledge and wit to dazzle and confuse them. Although she inwardly craves intimacy, she thought of it often syphils and suffocates her. She'll play at it, but don't expect heaviness from her. She can be absent from her circle of close friends for years and upon her return, pick up right where she left off. She loves renewing old friendships. It provides her the opportunity to dazzle once more. The same holds true for her for old flames. And when she comes back, you can be sure she'll have mastered a new technique or rearranged her sexual priorities. It'll seem like you're experiencing someone new whom you already know. Yes, uh, Gemini's, you guys, these people know how to lay it down in bed. <laughs> Because, again, they like to learn things. So they will learn different ways in bed, different positions, different ways to please you so that they're on top of their game. Um, otherwise, so like they said, it's almost like you'll, like if you break up, you come back and you sleep with each other. It's almost like you are sleeping with someone new. It's not like the same way because they've pretty much harnessed, harnessed that skill. Okay, so she goes to her high school class reunion hoping that everyone will be the same, any only older. She ages very slowly, retains a youthful air, and develops the most attractive world lines, uh, world, no, worldliness of any woman you're likely to know. She secretly delights in showing off her good maintenance program, and she'll flirt with old high school booze, even if they're grown portly or and or and are balding. I can I can totally see that because it's like they just love getting off on like oh you know I had a crush on that guy I want to try to get him or flirt with him and see if I you know if I got it now or whatever so I can totally see that she is skilled and conducing several continue uh, several different relationships with several different people at the same time often they don't know each other and are from diverse ethnic and cultural backgrounds she craves variety and has no great need to assemble her past her past of pals pastel of pals rather so yeah you know this is gemini gemini is the sister sign of sagittarius which loves cultural people so i see lots of my gemini's that i have known or been around they are definitely into dating multicultural they love experiencing new different things in life including people 
Um, it says the same is true of the love affairs in her life. She often finds herself facing the, the dilemma of having to say no to one so she can say yes to another. This is so true. <laughs> this can be the best solution of her never-ending search of for the right one. Her commitment to her ideal is very real and strong. She seldom feels guilty when she discards yet another man who doesn't measure up. She tends to deal in quantity rather than quality when she gets involved in a new relationship. Often people are eager to know her because of her talent for making light of things and adding excitement to otherwise dull lives. Hers is to learn about many, not to understand a few. Okay, so it says how the Gemini woman relates to lovers and other intimates. It says often the Gemini woman, rather unrealistic approach to relationship, isn't designed so much to fool those with whom she comes in contact as to serve as her own defense mechanism. She fears intimacy and reality and spends much of her energy in flight or fantasy. She's often surrounded by people which hides her deep-seated feelings of loneliness not only from others, but from herself. In her frantic quest to gain omniscience about people and circumstances, she often fails to use others as a mirror to truly understand her reactions. Her out-of-sight, out-of-mind attitude spills over into her relationship quite naturally. She concentrates on the things at hand and throws herself into the moment with seemingly complete abandon. The dishes can pile up in the sink. The laundry can form mountains on the floor of the bedroom if there's nothing new and exciting at her disposal. Little else matters. Yeah, a Gemini that's not moving or doing new things truly is not living their Geminian life because it's like, you guys, just mutable signs are not meant to be stagnant, especially mutable air and fire. You, you can't not be not doing anything. Like, you will get horribly depressed if you do. Um, Okay, it says, uh, she also has a tendency to idealize people to inflate them completely beyond their normal proportions. When they fail to live up to her fantasy, she is disappointed. She must learn to be much more realistic about her relationships in this respect. Her ego is fed when you tell her how much you enjoy her entertaining ways. She can go on for hours about her past experiences and travel, peppering it all with humor. She needs this sort of communication and spends a great deal of time polishing her personal style. She'll also be over the help you paint the living room and lay the new carpeting. Um, it helps if it's a small room since her threshold for boredom is so low. She may get the ceiling and two walls done and discover she has to run off to ready herself for a party. She loves people who can finish her sentence, sentences in their minds. Too many words bog her down. She hasn't a lot of patience when it comes to explaining the significance of some gossip. New experiences, new knowledge, and new gossip don't threaten her. If she stumbles across a foreign world she can't pronounce or understand, you can be sure she'll gloss it over with her personal interpretation. The next time, however, she'll know the traditional meanings, pronunciations, and origins. Her denial of reality carries over into relationships as well. She can be furious with a friend one day and the next totally deny that anything was ever amiss between them. Yep, that's that's why the Gemini's the twins. You get one person and the other one is completely different. It's almost like you're talking to two, two different people and the one that is an ass forgets. So you gotta be careful with that. She doesn't like to recall unpleasantness and will go to great lengths to avoid having someone tell her about her 
Often unsavory behavior, bigamy is more acceptable to a Gemini woman than divorce. She needs stimulation from many different directions at once, and she is often in a love relationship with a one-dimensional man. If he doesn't provide physical stimulation, she, she can survive. If he doesn't provide mental stimulation, forget it. She likes to make her man jealous to reinforce her feelings of being loved and wanted. She will drive an earth sign type of man crazy with her flitting, flirting, and changeable moods. She wants her man to follow her, but can be terribly annoyed if she's, if he stays too close. Yeah, she needs her freedom. And actually, the next sentence is she likes her freedom. And at the same time, finds it a personal challenge when a man tries to take any of it away from her. Like, if you're going to try to tell a Gemini woman or a Gemini anything what to do don't be with them because they have to they need their space they can't have someone that's all over them and they can't have someone that's you know like I mean I don't think they would mind if they're doing their own thing as long as they're able to see them here and there on their time but you can't bog them down with with you know stuff it says she is a bundle of contradictions and this can work magic on a man who likes freshness lightness and and change it can be a dream it can be a bad dream for a man who is overly protective of his woman, who is, who is jealous by nature, and who likes p- plenty of attention himself. Gemini will know uh, what her lover is like and will spend half her time trying to please them with the other half tormenting them. The woman, the Gemini woman generally has the lazy mother approach to child rearing. She likes, mu- she's, she likes children and wants to have them around. Unlike many women, she isn't all dismayed to learn that she is pregnant after all. It's really about adventure and another experience and will certainly enrich her life in, a, in one way or another. I sense that succeeding in pregnancies won't be as thrilling for her for giving birth does require a certain amount of staying st- still and establishing roots. She won't be as protective of her children as her Taurus and Cancer sisters. She will generally allow them all the freedom they require in her constant movement will often stimulate them to explore and grow. She does expect her children to excel at something as soon as they master mobility. During her 30s and 40s, the Gemini woman may become more honest with herself and begin to form a close circle of good and permanent friends. She may also acquire a career that teaches um, her some discipline and provides her with a goal towards which to work. Once she sets her mind to it, she has great potential for career success. Okay. So it says the Gemini woman in love, and that says, The words of Victoria Woodhull rather aptly characterize the Gemini woman in love. I am a free lover. (laughs) I have an inalienable constitution and natural right to love whom I may, to love as long or as short a period as I can, to change that love every day if I please. So Gemini needs a lot of patient understanding. Yeah, so you have to be very patient to be with these you know, wonderful people because, like I said, they can be in love one second, be out of love the next. They can, you know, want to be around you one second, then don't want to be around you for a while. So you just got to understand how they roll. Uh, She really needs and wants love that turns her off is the responsibility that comes with it. So long as she is the center of attraction of her man, she will move mountains for him. If he has a day off, she'll she'll call in sick so she'll be available for his pleasure. She'll prepare special meals for him since she isn't enamored or the kitchen 
of the kitchen. This is quite a feat. She can often second guess his needs and seem to read his mind when he needs a special favor. When he wants to go to the fights with the boys on Saturday, she tells him it's fine since she has already made plans to see her Aunt Pearl from Toledo. <laughs> He'll never know she doesn't have an Aunt Pearl from Toledo. He'll think she's priceless for having arranging her schedule to fit as well with his. If she feels slighted or taken advantage of, she'll either blow her stack and walk out, leaving him scratching his head, or she'll stay and have difficulty putting her finger on what is boring what is boring hell out of her these days boring the hell out of her these days they forgot that that nothing is immune from her that sounds so virgo mars to me to say that i don't know i just <laughs> nothing is immune from her um escapist tactics when she chooses to employ them if her lover showers her with gifts when she needs them, predicts her moods and changes and gently prods to tell him what she needs and wants. He will be successful. He needs the wisdom to recognize her duality. She may seem very much in love with him today and tomorrow act as though living with him is a tremendous bother. When she is in love, she looks as though she is in, on cloud nine. She moves faster than ever, due, due partly to her fear of losing her freedom. She may employ her great talent for writing and pen poems to her to her lover daily when she's singing him a love song in bed her mind is plotting ways to ensure his permanence at her side she's very vulnerable when she truly falls in love and this can be a blessing or a curse depending on how secure she has become with herself okay so the next one is patterns and the gemini woman's sexual relationship it says the concept of the primary relationship was tailored for the gemini woman she doesn't make commitments easily because of her dull nature her need for ever-changing scenarios and her fear of being tied down she won't directly confront this aspect of her personality instead she will bend over backwards to continue in a sexual relationship with one man while adding another to her stable she sincerely believes in the primary commitment her involvement with other men is simply the variety she is not particularly attracted to married men if they are in residence with her wives she doesn't like sharing the spotlight god knows the beacon is often not bright enough for her alone much less for a space crowded with others she's not too fond of triangle either unless of course they involve two people devoting all their attention to her gemini's love attention you guys should know this um i mean it's just you can just spot it sometimes they're so like fun and like flirty and everything else and they love to get as many attention as they can but then when they attract too many guys they're like oh my god what did i do <laughs> she fears being left out which is natu natural spinoff of her loneliness after she ends relationships she often idealizes the man she has left she will build elaborate fantasies around him and obviously expect her next man to live up to them the Gemini woman is very vulnerable in love situations since the excitement of the chase is often a greater reality for her than the happiness that comes later. But yeah, Geminis love the beginning of the relationship because they love that new, fresh, like crazy and love feeling, you know? But once that wears off, eesh, you know, eesh, eesh, eesh. Um, okay, so it says, uh, hi, honey. Okay, so yeah, greater reality for her. 
Then the happiness that comes later. She may end up teasing a man, then running away before he can catch her. This ultimately causes a great deal of stress, and her nervous system can suffer. She often marries more than once. She can be so unsettled and bored when she first falls in love that sustaining a relationship with her is difficult. Middle age often modifies her wandering ways, and she is more apt to, to accept the responsibility of conventional lifestyle. She is still susceptible to boredom and must work hard to excitement with that within the structures of the building. So, yeah, it's hard for Gemini to settle down. Um, it says once they get in middle age, they may be able to, but they still have kind of that wandering eye. So you just got to find the person that keeps you excited and that you love and don't want to ever leave, you know, like, and I think you don't have to be old to get married as a Gemini. You just got to find them, you know, man, woman or whatever, who you want to spend the rest of your life with and never want to, you know, let go pretty much, right? Okay, it says, what kind of lover she wants? So this is 1 through 11. It says, every Gemini woman has a secret list of qualifications for lovers. She needs a, she needs a man who, one, likes getting two for the price of one. <laughs> I don't think any man would complain about that. Two, will stay up all night gossiping with her. Um, can think of the words to shine on Harvest Moon more quickly than she can will leave work early to see the dress rehearsal for the community theater musical she is starring in, will take her to double features, old-time movie show, will praise her for her sexiness even when she has been up all night doing crossword puzzles with him, will buy her a sumptuous box of chocolates with the, with the lunch money he's allocated himself for the week, she's his forever, looks nice but doesn't spend hours creating an effect, looks nice, oh no, it is as multifaceted as she is, only less so, can function well in the good old American tradition of sexual quick quickies and loves all her changes and can keep up with her while remaining relatively stable himself. And then it says, what she needs to learn. Boredom is the ultimate downfall of, any, of many Gemini women. The following is a list of 10 activities she may undertake to use her boredom constructively. So, number one, confess out loud to yourself in a mirror when you're bored. Ask yourself, A, when did I become bored today? B, Y, C, where did, where did the boredom originate? D, what is this boredom? E, who am I bored with? Two, talk to the very next person who bores you. Ask why she, he thinks you may be bored. Ask if she, he ever becomes bored in what particular fashion. Three, the next time a project or, or chores has you bored to tears, finish it. Four, talk to your boss about one of the more boring aspects of your job. See if there's something you can trade it for maintain a higher level or interest and ultimately a higher level of productivity. Five, the next time you're bored while having sex or preparing to have sex with your mate, share a fantasy with him that he isn't aware of. Ask him to co-star with you. Six, call attention to the low, read boring spots in your relationship with your lover. See if he's bored at the same places and times. Work them out and share your boredom with him. Seven, make a list of six things you find boring in your relationship. Make it a priority to work these out in order. Eight, when you see a boring project looming on the horizon, try to ensure that it's preceded and followed by something really exciting. Nine, ask a friend if she slash he has a boring task to complete. Help finish it. It'll only take half the time and require half the boredom. This will help you achieve some discipline. Share rather unorthodox intimacy and learn to ask for help with your boring chores. 
10 look at look in the mirror and thank yourself for boredom without it you probably wouldn't be the energetic fun loving and creative person you are a gemini woman often feels she just isn't where she'd like to be wherever that might be it may help her to prepare a sort of screenplay that delineates where she is now and where she'd like to be in act two when she compares the two it'll be easier for her to see what direction she must take to bring reality closer to her desires she needs to develop a stronger sense of compassion she can begin by practicing on herself and she will probably find that her skills will flow over into the lives of others in natural progression um okay so gemini women often have a near overdose of me and the following exercises can serve as an antidote so one the next time you feel insensitive or angry with yourself, sit on the floor with one of your favorite fantasy selves opposite you. Talk to it as if it were you. Address your positive qualities. Um, okay. And then it says, two, when you feel indifferent about a friend, tell her him why. Then say you want to learn to reach out. Ask your friend to be patient with you and then reach out as best you can. Ask for ask if your reaching out quality is effective. as for helping and perfecting it. Confess to a close friend, or even better, to your lover or husband, me. The next time you feel really vulnerable, explain why. Ask him if she slash he feels this way sometimes, too. Tell your lover or husband, me, what parts of your relationship evoke a feeling of vulnerability, and, and you ask him where he feels vulnerable, too. Work on overcoming these vulnerabil vulnerabilities together. Ask a friend to do something special for you the next time you find yourself feeling vulnerable in a social situation. A back rug, a hug, a walk in the park, anything close and personal. Love yourself, your many positive qualities, helpfulness, cleverness, broad-mindedness, wittiness, sexiness, make you a very special person. A person who um, lights up the lives of many others. You are what you are. It, it isn't an act or a facade. Enjoy yourself as you enjoy others. It says, when the Gemini woman learns to be accepting of her own nature, tolerant of those not as bright and witty as she, when she becomes secure in a love relationship with a man who can provide most of what she needs, she can finally relax the energy she spends building her house of many gables and wings will not be wasted at some point in her life if she learns to live in it. Okay, so says Gemini sexuality okay alright okay it says to understand the sexuality of the Gemini woman one must first understand the workings of her mind there is no small task it is as labyrinth as the secure circuitry of her computer circuitry that's what it is it is so tied to her complex inner nature that it seems inseparable from the total fabric of her life she is indeed very sexual uniquely and mysteriously so there are various levels of understanding um, the complexity of the gemini woman there are also infinite manifestations of the sign there is probably more variety among gemini women than than among any of the other signs the Gemini woman carries with her the search for her other half, the twin part of her. In this search, she flits from lover to lover, husband to husband, in hopes of finding her elusive perfect mate. 
the someone who can satisfy her strong inner needs for identity and wholeness so this is an amazing way that they put this because i think that is so true like gemini wants to find basically like their twin in love you know i think the person who completes you know like i said her half of her so that makes so much sense um for gemini sexual fulfillment comes only with mental satisfaction the gemini woman is more interested in iq than in genitals she must be able to respect the intellect or satisfaction is not possible for her she may have many many affairs and never find her true love Although her body may be brutalized and her sensitivities trampled underfoot, she retains a semblance of having never been touched. When in desperation, she feels her search is almost hopeless. She looks in, she looks in, the, in the most unlikely places, seeking men who even vaguely match the mental model. During this phase, she may become quite promiscuous. The Gemini woman tends to be nervous, restless, and, and tuned to a very high pitch. The close bond behind her sexuality and her intellect creates an almost neurotic sex drive her search for a lover also becomes a search for an intellectual companion the lost half of herself little wonder that many men find it impossible to understand the gemini woman she often misunderstands herself in spite of her constant chatter the many people she draws to her and her frequent tragic love affairs she spends most of her life feeling lonely she seeks the one perfect mate, an intellectual and emotional counterpart to rescue her from her loneliness. She is trying to achieve the emotional release of her whole being, not just the stimulation of her sexual anatomy. Gemini's search gives her an opportunity to develop numerous close friendships and have many acquaintances. It can take her on journey for which she may lack the fortitude, but along the way she picks up much of the vast knowing she keeps stored in her head when when and if she decides the search is indeed fruitless she can and en relax and enjoy seeing new places meeting new people facing new adventures she is prone to withdraw into very private spaces that few other humans can enter you know this just sounds like you guys like gemini's maybe you guys need a sagittarius in your life because that really sounds that's pretty much the other half of you like they literally like and are like the same pretty much same way you are um just a little more um travel savvy they like uh, they really like cultural stuff which i think you can get into uh yourself because you like to do th uh, different things as well they can really broaden your horizons in my opinion um okay so honey do you have to do that while i'm, while I'm recording She is prone to withdraw into very private spaces that few other humans can enter. It is here and that she contemplates separation from and loss of her cosmic lover. During such reveries, she feels completely alone and unloved. She spends most of her life looking for what she has lost, a search that, sh that is doomed from the start. Excuse me, my throat's like nasty. <laughs> When she is in, inevitably gives up the search, she seeks a replacement that can take the form of oblivion. She may attempt to destroy the sensitivities and longings that fill her soul to become polished as self-destruction, for she yearns to return to the cosmos where her lover waits. In terms of sexual encounters, the Gemini woman craves variety. She delights in being taken by surprise when she least expects it. Still, 
her away from the wedding reception and take her to the boathouse. She'll love it. She also likes to be waylaid on the run on an airplane in the backseat of a car in the darkness of a tunnel of love. She takes pleasure where she finds it. She is, she is a sensory as well as sensual. She likes to see what is going on, a well-placed mirror or two. She likes to hear the sounds of love, but don't be too explicit for she is somewhat approved at heart. <laughs> she likes to have the light left on because she doesn't want to miss anything. Her bedroom, often as sumptuous as that of a tourist sister, will be erotic. Soft lights, romantic music, rich liquors, all help to set the stage for her temptuous tumbles. True to the duality of her nature, she is a mixture of opposites. She is open about her love life and a constant amazement to her friends as she reveals the innermost details concerning her body and mind. She enjoys shocking, but at the same time, she craves respectability. Deep within her soul is an iconoclast who delights in knocking over idols and killing scared Sacred, scared, sacred cows. Often her exploits are verbally exaggerated, far surpassing reality. She has a freedom-loving spirit, but her sex life is often in inhibited. She hesitates to try some form of sex because she thinks they are they are distasteful. The physical side of life often is hidden away, and even though she enjoys dirty talk, she has an intellectualized concept of sex. After she has snared her male prey. She will often tire of him or even worse be bored. She is not really enthusiastic about an abundance of sex or childbearing. Her interest in the erotic is largely verbal, meaning that I feel like they, you have to like kind of like talk dirty and really stimulate their mind for them to get in the mood. Fantasy is a very big part of sex for the Gemini woman. The scenario she constructs in her imagination includes graphic details of the meeting, the chase, the seduction, and the dirty talk during sex. She is a master at this game, which is just as important to her as a real physical thing. The idea of sex often motivates her more than the physical act itself, thus she may appear to chase every man she meets. She isn't over sex, she just feels compelled to sample as much variety as she can in her search for the perfect mate. In fact, it is a variety of sensation and experiences more often than deep feelings and a permanent attachment that drives her to seek so many contacts. The Gemini woman is youth-oriented. She often has her most important love affair while she is still very young. This is very imprint colors her future atti attitudes towards sex and love. Maturity and immaturity go hand in hand. All her life, the Gemini woman retains a youthful quality that can be truly beautiful. She simply refuses to give in to the traditional idea of old age. She has an internal air of the little girl lost. This makes her very appealing. What man doesn't want to rescue a little girl lost in the forest of life? She often uses her vast knowledge to eliminate unwanted competition, bringing it to a bear on arrival. She maintains a healthy one-jump-ahead attitude. Often the competition feels the impact of a hit, but has literally no idea whence it came. The Gemini woman can have an unintentional and unconscious streak, cool streak. If her search for a soulmate is frustrated and other factors contribute to her boredom, she can appear to have a little, if any, affection, ethics, or morals. Her attitude towards sex can become selfish, cool, calculated. She demands decision to feed her ego. She is not concerned with things that do not directly affect or touch her. She often has a need to be the center of attention, and her level of interest in a man is highly high only if he seems to revolve around her. Sex with her can be explosive. <clears throat> Excuse me.
However, unless it is attractively and effectively packaged and satisfy our seemingly neurotic needs, it will evaporate into the air like a warm breath on a winter day. Two key words provide a better understanding of Gemini sexuality. One is excitement. And this is italicized, guys, so this is serious. Her ever-roving mind constantly in motion demands excitement and stimulation. If it is bored, she is bored. The straight missionary position for sex will bore her to tears. She craves the new and different. The other key word is integration. Gemini unites sex with a number of other strong needs, and if deeper emotional needs are not being satisfied, she is often sexually unfulfilled. If she can find inward reassurance that the man she is with will at least satisfy some of her emotional needs, then sex with him will be good, even terrific. Many a Gemini woman simply will not have sex with a man unless she feels that her sexual interest is, is tied to another interest, a deeper, more lasting emotional one. Contrary to what people assume, she is not into sex for its own sake. Pure physical joy is so important to her. Taurus sister is not important to the Gemini woman. She wants more. When she puts her hand in his pocket, she wants more than to feel his genitals. She wants attention, security, companionship. A Gemini acquaintance of mine has one of the most viral, attractive husbands in town. When her husband, uh, when her husband, when her friends comment on his good looks and appealing aura, she is the first to admit that he is he's attractive. She also is the first to point out that there is more to him than than his beautiful surface. She has even been known to wonder aloud why other women and men only seem to see the perfection of his body and face. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, so it says love and sex. Okay. Um, after a youthful period in which she generally falls completely head over heels in love, the Gemini woman refines her ardor and begins to learn how to use love. She can then fall for an ideal or idea, but often not with the man who shares her bed. It sometimes seems that she rejects love because it is too painful and hurtful for her sensitive nature. She refers to she prefers to use it. Sex becomes mechanized and offers little more than a nervous release. Sex and love are almost synonymous for the Gemini woman. They both become means to an end in her cool, calculating way. The Gemini woman learns to invest little emotion in the act of loving. She will often give her body, but not her heart, to separate sex from love. She needs to analyze more carefully for motivations for getting involved with a man if she can learn that there is nothing inherently wrong in sharing sex to actualize a fantasy. Acknowledging the experience as much, she can also learn to recognize the difference between fantasy sex and love sex. The Gemini woman's mind is her pr principal erogenous zone. She can be sexually turned on by talk and completely turned off by silent sex. The zipless fuck in fear of flying was invented for Gemini women. Besides erotic talk, her sexual desire can be heightened by word games in her palm, kisses on her ribcage, tracing the lines of her pelvic structure and a gentle kneading of her breasts. She is not often patient in her, in her sexual advances, she can become the aggressor and let her sexual needs be known. She is, she is expert at doing two things at once, performing fellatio while giving one of the most complete buttocks massages he's ever had, for example. Her restless mind and her endless curiosity are always seeking more satisfaction from sex. She is open to experimentation and is interested in kinky sex toys and 
assorted vibrators and stimulators. Her variety is the spice of life. Attitudes are very apparent in her sexual nature. Her sexual response pattern and intercourse seems to be the following. One, teasing, exciting, and raising the atmosphere to a fever pitch. Delaying and talking or smoking to further the sexual anticipation. Two, when the moment is right for her, quick and complete involvement, no holds barred. Three, explosive verbal orgasm. Four, quick cooling of passion, little affection, small talk, well into the night, giggling, running to the kitchen for something to drink. Great need for affection for Gemini. Once is enough in terms of intercourse. Okay. Okay, so... What kind of lover she needs? The Gemini woman needs a man who can give her his undivided attention, who will talk until the wee hours about every subject under the sun, who will express himself gutturally, have a quick sexual encounter, and then forget about it. Of course, he should also be knowledgeable, informative, intellectual, entertaining, companionable, a true friend, and comfortably wealthy. The Gemini woman likes variety in sex. If she can't find it, in one man she will po probably look for wherever it can be found therefore her man must be versatile if he wants exclusive ex exclusivity he should like mutual oral sex wouldn't be averse to mutual anal sex she can be real mean with the dildo <laughs> and should be ready for any other variation the fertile gemini mind can imagine if she wants to nibble on his nipples or massage his pictorials he should be receptive she knows how to stimulate a man, and he never, and he may never have experienced such a master. If he opens an experiment, an experimentation with her, he must also be open to her experimentation with him. She also needs a man whom she feels comfortable and can relax. If the man is a high strung and nervous, as she chances for meaningful sex are almost nil. Both will have a tendency to fly over the moon before getting down and to the nitty gritty. Gemini, Gemini's man must know when to direct the playing into definitive sexual intercourse. She enjoys continued stimulation in all the same places during intercourse. It helps if he is octopus-like and extremely agile. Her man must develop a high tolerance for attempts to make him jealous. She will often form platonic friendships with other men for the sole purpose of testing her mate slash lower this is so true like i said i know a lot of gemini women and this is exactly what happens they have lots of friends they do like to make their meat jealous one of them had a scorpio and that did not work out too well uh you guys know scorpios are the more jealous he becomes the more she thinks he loves her he needs to wean her from this tactic by providing adequate proof in other ways to avoid frustration, she should only allow his jealousy to surface occasionally. However, if he totally ignores her and doesn't provide feedback, she is apt to leave because she feels bored. She likes some fireworks in her relationship. On a sexual level, her man can take her aside at a party and say, Your flirting with other men is getting me so aroused that I am having difficulty concentrating on people. Polite conversation. This will often send her sexual anticipation soaring and she'll probably begin moving towards the door. So if you heard that, you guys, there you go. That's how you can get a Gemini woman right there. Okay, it says, um, there is really no one stereotype to which Gemini's man must conform. She can tease, coax, excite the best sexual performance out of any male from the macho type to the very effeminate. This is her specialty, and she seldom fails to arouse even the most impassive of men. 
In fact, she sometimes enjoys a man she can dominate physically and emotionally. This seems to feed her sadistic streak. The only criterion she steadfastly applies is that the man be her intellectual equal. She constantly tests his intellect, for she believes that no one is really on the same level as she is. She enjoys worthy competition and would probably be more interested in sex if she thought it a real challenge. She is firm in her knowledge that if she loses an argument in the living room, she'll win it back in the bedroom. It takes shrewdness and understanding to the part of her man to even halfway control her antics. Once the Gemini woman has turned off her emotions, she shows little sympathy sympathy for the weakness of others. Yeah, once once an air sign detaches uh, and you piss him off, that that's it, y'all. Like, we will act like we don't give a fuck about y'all. Okay, so... Just as she has the audience firmly in the palm of her hand, she picks out those who wants to experience it as sexual partners. Then, as the television cameras record it all for posterity and undresses her favorite and chooses the very best to have sex with right then and there. Of course, true to her nature, the performance is followed by thunderous never-ending applause, rather as female Tom Jones captured on videotape forever. She needs a man who can help her actualize the practical parts of her fantasies since she often has trouble acting on the stage as she sets in her mind. She really wants some of the fantasies to become realities and she needs a man with the patience to help her work through them. He won't have to purchase ex- expensive perfumes, designer clothes, or exotic foil extravaganzas. She actually prefers simple, permanent press and clean smelling essence of lemon and pine. He does, however, need to be need to respect the images of her mind as it ceaselessly creates new and different scenes for their mutual discovery and enjoyment. Above all, Gemini needs a man who can dispel the abject loneliness she often feels. By the time she is in her mid-twenties, she has experienced more than most people feel in a lifetime, and she can join Peggy Lee in saying, is that all there is? Gemini is often left with a tremendous void that all the variations of sex, all the all the intellectual games and all the wandering of her travel-weary imagination cannot possibly fill. The man who provides this fulfillment must must first be fully aware of himself, the necessary time to help her find the lost part of herself. The soulmate she seems forever seeking is often standing within her patiently awaiting her final discovery that what one often wants the most craves the most and spends the most time looking for his looking for is within oneself her man can um, help her focus her attention inward to see what she has thus far missed he needs to be her friend and her sex partner all rolled into one so yeah you just got to be very versatile and non-boring when it comes to loving a Gemini. So the last chapter, of course, says summing up Gemini. The Gemini woman is indeed one of the most exciting women in the world. She has many, many positive traits that are often overshadowed by her insecurity and by the search of her exclusive soulmate. Her other half, she contains all the essential elements of a happy and evolved woman. Too often, these parts are scattered and strewn about much like the wind-blown seeds of cottonwood tree getting in together self-improvement working it out all all our concepts that gemini woman naturally rejects because they sound tedious and boring she needs to find joy in the mundane to learn that the repetition of patterns provide the consistency necessary for growth 
when the Gemini woman clears her life of illusion and stops living in the darkness of fantasy, she emerges with the brilliant speed and grace of a shooting star. So that's it for that book. And now I will read from the Erotic Astrology, The Sex Secrets of Your Horoscope Revealed, Phyllis Vega. Um, this way, this is more inclusive. and It's not just about women. It includes everyone. So, all right. So it says, Sun and Gemini, physically and mentally alert, the Gemini twins are among the fastest moving members of the zodiacal family. Best known for, for your ability to communicate, you love to talk. Geminis are intellectually inclined, forever probing people and places in search of new information. Although interested in virtually everything, you're not predisposed to delve too deeply into one subject. There is just too much to do, see, talk about, and learn. For you to plumb the depths of a single topic or stick with any one of any one thing for very long. Like the twins that symbolize your sun sign, you have to you have two distinct sides to your character in all likelihood one twin is a happy-go-lucky extroverted social butterfly while the other is moody erratic and introspective although you can be indecisive and wishy-washy changing your mind or mood on a whim this flexibility allows you to go with the flow naturally adaptable and dexterous you're capable of tackling many different projects at once the downside of such an inquisitive probing mind however can be a lack of staying power in bed Although easygoing easy and relaxed about sexuality in the bedroom, Aerie Gemini can be as bold and daring as any fiery Aries. Or it says Aries. Do they mean Aries? I think they meant Aries, they just misspelled it. <laughs> it's spelled like A-I-R-E-S, but I think they meant Aries. However, while you thoroughly enjoy the physical act of lovemaking and love being in love, sex is rarely the main thing on your mind. The idea of lovemaking often attracts the Gemini more than the act itself. Once you set your sights on a, on a prospective lover, you know all the right things to do and say to gain his or her attention. With the mood upon you, you're capable of making love just about anywhere and glib through... I'll glib enough to talk your way into virtually any bed. Flirting comes easy to you, and when the sexual banter becomes hot and heavy, you may surprise a fairly recent acquaintance with an impromptu invitation to join you in a passionate night of lovemaking. However, if the new relationship progresses to the nitty-gritty of serious commitment, you're just as likely to hit the panic button. Although the Gemini lover is often in too much of a hurry to bother with courting rituals, when you do take the time to sweet talk your partner you say whatever you think he or she wants to hear moreover you're totally sincere in what you say even if only for the moment one minute you can be totally salacious and responsive to your lover's needs and feelings and the next you're off on some new tangent apparently cannot care less turn ons and turn offs there is no doubt that your major erogenous zone is located inside your head nothing turns you on faster or more completely than wit and charm and you are aroused by erotic words and clever and invocative quips. Phone sex must have been invented by Gemini. That the same goes for the hot and heavy sexual banter that takes place in online chat rooms and via email. Although you respond amorously to tactile pleasures, is sharing your erotic thoughts and dreams with your lover that really gets you going. Um, 
with lusty words, yours or your partner's engage with vivid imagination and inflame your libido. The Gemini nature is so changeable that it is difficult to say exactly what you will take from one sexual encounter to the next. The twins' aversion boredom is legendary. You consider variety the most important ingredient in lovemaking and thrive on innovation and versatility. You, you equate sex with fun and, se- and enjoy engaging in fantasy and role-playing games. Moreover, Geminis are fantastic kissers and enjoy doing it restless and perpetually on the go. The typical Gemini has somewhat nervous temperament. Sex play relaxes you. <laughs> what are you doing? Sex play relaxes you. And soaking in a tub or spa with you with your partner prior to lovemaking helps soothe your jingle nerves. Um, since you were born under the most unpredictable sign in the zodiac, the only thing your lover can truly count on is that anything is possible and adventurous. Uh, possible and adventurous lover, you long to please and be pleased. If you don't know what your partner likes, you ask. Okay, so here is the sexual synastry, and this is, of course, Gemini with all 12 signs. So it says, Gemini with Aries, the lively, energetic pairing makes for good friends as well as good lovers. Both of you thrive on constant activity and variety. Moreover, you enjoy each other's humor and share preference for an active social life. There will be bedroom hijinks because you're both enthusiastic about sex. Gemini with Taurus, you're intrigued by the bull's uncomplicated directness and Taurus responds to the twins' devil-may-care attitude. There is rarely a dull moment when fast-talking Gemini leads Taurus on a merry chase, but the bull wants life to be stable and ordered, and you're easily bored and always searching for new experiences. Gemini with Gemini, the pace is frenetic, and you two are never bored when you're together. Sharing dreams and ideas makes you feel like true soulmates. Sex for Gemini is fun and games, so you're both open to trying anything new and different, but emotional coolness and the need to overanalyze everything may open up a huge gulf between you. Gemini with Cancer, temperamentally, the two of you are not all at all alike. Cancer is sensitive and emotional. Gemini's cool, intellectual. Moreover, the crab's mood swings are about as frequent as the twins' mind changes. Oh, stop. Sorry, it's my cat playing with my cords and stuff. Um, As frequent as the twins' mind changes, even so adoring, Cancer is able to fill all your sexual fantasies and your cheerfulness can brighten up a crabby disposition. Gemini with Leo. This is a lively, fun combination that works great as long as you're willing to concede center stage to the lion or lioness. Each is super sociable, enjoys a good party, but Leo demands loyalty and won't tolerate Gemini's flirtatious ways. Both of you are playful, passionate, amorous lovers, and in bed you set off sparks. Gemini with Virgo. Both of these signs love to talk, but neither of you is comfortable opening up and expressing your true feelings. Sexually, you're on different wavelengths, yet romantic uh, romantic Virgo can be swept away by Gemini's fast-talking, seductive manner. Despite the differences in temperament, you two share many common interests in and out of the bedroom. Gemini with Libra. Librans can't make up their minds, and Geminis are always changing theirs. Still, you make an affectionate, fun-loving couple that enjoys an active social life and adores entertaining and travel. Each of you is fervent in bed, yet neither is jealous or demanding. Libra usually goes along with Gemini's taste for sexual diversity. Okay, um, Gemini with Scorpio. Gemini's airy openness is hard for serious, secretive, 
Scorpio to comprehend, and the Scorpion's burning intensity frightens and fascinates the twins. Nevertheless, your difference can serve as the spark that ignites your sexual passion. However, even with strong physical attraction, an ongoing relationship may be difficult. Gemini with Sagittarius, these two zodiac opposites attract each other like magnets. That's why I said I think this would be perfect, considering how Gemini's mind is. Uh, because of your wide-ranging, varied interests, you, comp you complement each other. Each of you has a fun and games attitude toward love and romance in the bedroom. Anything goes with this combination, which usually translates into exhilarating sexual encounters. Gemini with Capricorn. Um, this one... This is one of the, mo the more um, difficult combinations. The dependable serious goat considers Gemini irresponsible and unpredictable. Although Capricorn finds the twins' lack of reserve embarrassing, deep down the lusty goat admires Gemini's free-willing sexual attitude and may secretly yearn for the audacity to, em to emulate it. Gemini with Aquarius, your compatibility is virtually assured. You can take pleasure in each other's company and any sexual union between you can be truly exciting each of you view love as an extremely enjoyable part of life but friendship and true companionship mean more to both of you gemini with pisces the passion quotient is likely to be high in this matchup but are so but are the but so are the inevitable problems gemini needs freedom and new vistas pisces craves unending adoration the fish doesn't feel secure with with the gad about twins attempts to pull the net tighter still pisces is en enigmatic and mysterious and gemini loves solving mysteries so that is it you guys that is it for the gemini love and relationship episode i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um we are heading into summer and cancer season so i will be back with you guys with another episode and the last of the rising signs for the cancer season and I think we will be heading, not I think I know, we will be heading into the moon signs as soon as Leo season pops through. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for the support and have a wonderful day.